Hello, this is the Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of the Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. The dilemma of every Christian is how do we translate the riches in heaven to the money in our pockets? That is the enduring drama. We can claim a name, but if it's not showing physically, you understand? It doesn't. So I think in course of that, we're also going to talk about it. We're doing um, uh, be still. All right. So, but before we go into the still, um, I need three volunteers. Okay. Not like I not like I'm sharing money, but it's okay. Inla, please come. Pumi, come. I think um, um, it's alright. Alright. It's okay. There's much in it, but it's okay. It's okay. No, I didn't say that. Okay, so um, you're all in trouble right now. You want to be the Christian one? Okay. She wants to be the Christian, but in this narrative, there's no Christian one. So, but three things. If you're, if you've been involving, I'll use a simple example to explain my point, um, and I'll show you three of those scriptures that kind of speak to this. This phone I'm holding. Right, is this phone real? Sorry, sorry, mic, mic. Is this microphone real? It's real. Um, the question is if I want to change anything here, right, it's a bit too late in the day. And I will explain why. Before these guys produce this phone, track with me now. Okay, before the guys produce this microphone, since we're at Proko People Day Church, right? So before they produce the microphone, there's actually two stages to this, right? So you're, you're the microphone, all right? It's okay. You're the microphone. Now, this is the microphone, right? And you are, you're called a prototype. A prototype, so you're here, you're in the middle. And she, she's actually the idea or the concept. Yeah, no, guy, track with me, track with me. This is a moment of, this is an epiphany. <laughs> he don't want to miss the epiphany. All right, so at the end of the day, before you see, before you see that, there had been this and this. So product development, if you're in product development, you don't just wake up and make a, a microphone. Before now, the, the idea started with, we want to develop something that can get people to, talk and everybody else will hear or something that can work with a speaker that was the idea and the concept right that was what it started with so and then that is the idea that is the concept and you now start at this point you now start okay this is now framing the concept you now start thinking okay if somebody is holding it they have to hold it in the hand so this place has to be sort of like lights they have to put something so that all those who spit on it will not you know microphone will absorb it uh, sorry cover will hold it right but my point is the prototype is usually the first capturing the idea in form that can be visible. And once the prototype is here, from prototype to product, right, it's a journey. And if there is a default here, there'll be default there. And if there's a default there, you can't change default here. You have to dial back the prototype and rework your prototype to produce a new one. Now, if there are three scriptures I will show you. Mark up. 
we've been talking about it. Genesis 1.26, we saw concepts. In Genesis 1.27, we saw prototype. And in Genesis 2.8, we saw product. So, Marco, let's track with us. Genesis 1.26. No, let's dial back. Okay, then let us make mine our image and according to our likeness. Um, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air. So, now, what we see here is, for God said, let us make man. Now, the, the concept of man, man began as a thought in the mind of God. Thoughts in the mind of God. Right? Man began as a thought in the mind of God. So, God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Okay, Mark, I'll go to 28. 27 and 28. No, go to 27. Go to 27. So God created man in his own image and in life. So the first one, when God said, let us make man, the making had not started. The concept just began. So God said, we want to make man, right? We want to make man in our image and in our likeness. That speaks to purpose, but we understand. So at the end of the day, here God said, so God created in his own image and in the image of God, he created he male and he created it there. Realize at this point, this man did not have a name. This was not Adam, right? So what you find here was both male and female created he them. And that's prototype, right? In a sense. Then we'll go to Genesis 2, verse 8. Genesis 2, verse 8. 7, 8, I guess. Genesis 2. No, dial back to 7, 7. And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground, and breath into his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became a living being. Now, what we are seeing here, it's a journey, right? First, there was a concept. Then there is a product. There is a prototype and there is a product. This is the pattern of creation. And every day, you and I, we are creating something. Whether you are deliberate about what you are creating or not, you are creating something. Now, if Eniola here is broke, she did not arrive here broke first day, there was a prototype that produced this reality. And this prototype is called a belief system, or it's called the thought structure or frame of reference. So the frame of reference produced this reality. And that's why men who win lottery, after you win lottery, sometimes you're not careful, check them after a year. They've blown the money. Their frame of reference, their belief system, their structure cannot support wealth. So they will, it will always produce the reality of Brookman, right? Even if they say, okay, everybody, let's, let's, start, let's start Nigeria fresh. Everybody submit what you have. Everybody start with 100, 100K. It's very likely that Dangote will still come out having more because there is a belief system that produces the reality. If it is healing or health or relationship, even if you're dating somebody, right? If you've had this pattern, this repeated pattern of broken relationships, guess what's playing out? There is something here that is responsible for here. So you can change John to James, not your James. You can change, you can change David to Daniel. And they will all leave. And I'll explain why. Because this man is the real culprit. Now, when you come to concepts, concepts, like I said, there are concepts about everything. If your concept, if your concept of of um, if your concept here is that men cheat, it becomes a belief here. And your belief becomes a lens. It becomes a filter. And everything else you produce will be, even when the man is not attempting, you see it. And because belief is a 
fulfilling prophecy. It creates. God walked us through the process. Everything you, you're doing today, you're constantly creating reality. So there are three scriptures I pulled out. Yeah, go sit down. Thank you. Please clap for them. Clap for them. Okay, I, I checked out three scriptures this morning. Um, 2 Corinthians 4.18, Hebrews 11.3, and Romans 4. But let's look at 2 Corinthians 4.18. 2 Corinthians 4.18. Now see what it says. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, this is what it's saying here. Everything you're sitting in today was first an imagination or a thought before it became a reality. So he's saying everything that we see this man is, 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 the, is, the, is an inferior reality. The microphone. Because it's already produced by something else that already existed that he had no control over. So our reality is a, is a direct flow of our concepts of life. It's our concept, our belief system. And if you have scarcity at the bottom of your belief system, you will always have scarcity. If you have abundance, you always have abundance. Like These are thought processes before they are realities. Now let's see the second one, Hebrews 11.3. Hebrews 11.3. Mr. Femi, please. Hebrews 11.3. See, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Guys, let's track on this. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. What it is is that God is giving us a secret here that the secret to life is first, the thought that you cannot see is directly proportional, creates the reality that you can see. And if you're constantly dwelling on negative thoughts about your life, negative, negative thoughts about your work company, negative thoughts about everything about you you would have that so I, I i told them how i started working in a place and the work culture was very toxic i mean everybody was exerting revenge there was this unhealthy competition that was going on right and that was not the plan i did not begin to spend my first career putting out fires but i remember that day i was actually praying and i felt the leading that let's do something about it so i went to read up on culture culture engineering so for a while i went to put cultural architect was that this on my Instagram or Twitter? One of these things then. You know, how we just come up in labels. But I went to study culture change and we designed something in the office about a one year program to carry the company from a place where they have a broken system of belief to a place where they cannot live on the truth. Now, guess what? It took us one year, one year of fighting hard, coming to work, meeting people who don't believe. Coming to work, meeting. I mean, there was one guy that called me and said, please take my name. Because what we did, we put the names of everybody in the office to take do presentations. The man called me, please. I, that was not on my JD. I did not sign. I didn't come here to be doing presentation that has nothing to do with procurement. Please, what's going on? How did I appear on this timetable? The, the man could not see, right? Let's see the last scripture. Romans 4.17. Romans 4.17. Track with me here. Everything about, the, when we talk about thought process, we're talking about the foundational structure of reality. 
thoughts are things. Matthew 4 verse 26 says, like the seed is sown. Every seed, you know, there's, okay, let's read this. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who, who he believed, who, be, who he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Now, he did not say God calls those things that are as though they don't exist, right? It's not like, okay, no, he's calling those things that be not as though they are. Like, God is his own formula that I'm sharing with you. God doesn't side with circumstances. God sides with truth. He sides with scripture. So if circumstances is saying that you're, you're sick, side with the truth of God's word that you're already healed in Christ. And let that become the thought that you meditate on. Give it time, it will break. My point is, once we now start to affirm the doctor's report, we now start to affirm the economic trends. People talk about we're going into recession. 2020 is going to be hard here. Don't side with them. Because the economy you're operating with is actually not tied to this whole system. My point is, insulate yourself from the broken culture of man. Don't let that thing, once you crack at that point in time, you'll produce that. If we want to see revival in Lagos, we must give our thoughts to fertilize revival. The generation of Nigerians in the last 20 years, all we knew about faith was faith to receive. It was faith for a car, faith for stuff. But that was sort of like one dimension of what you can use faith for at all, if at all. The reality of faith is faith to create. It's faith to co-create with God. First, you identify with who you are in God. That you're a son of God. That you're one with God. And you have access to the things of God. Yesterday, we had the, we did the um, Mr. and Mrs. Omo in Bay. Right? They came single, went double. But trust me, the reality changes. I'll be shocked if Marv tells Jamie, please, this is my bed. You want to use the couch in the room? Because it's no longer my bed. It's our bed. You understand? My point is, their language has also changed because their belief structure has changed. Their, their, their disposition has changed. That is what the gospel is. The gospel is an introduction to who we are. I mean, there's this story, which I, I have told this story before, that there was, there was this egg that a mother hen found right but the egg actually belonged to the eagle and she took in the egg and over time the egg hashed right and the egg was just the she was struggling with the chicken she was trying to get to the food they would get there first she was struggling to walk on earth she didn't know she was designed for flight he took her mother to be passing one day her mother said i know this thing this is my dna calling out to me and the mother came and grabbed her by the nape of her neck if there is one and pulled her up and left her at higher altitude that's how eagles learn to fly they literally take them up and they leave them there and as while she was falling she discovered flight. That flight was built into her. Christ was the, was the mother eagle that came to demonstrate for us a life as human as we, he came to demonstrate the perfection of humanity. That see, you can live above the circumstances. I don't see him going to see, see a sick person and say, um, I need one week. I need to go and fast and pray because um, I will come back. No, he knew of the awareness in John 10, 30. I and my father are one. He was aware of his oneness with God. He did not need to go and look for power. He produced it there and then. His consciousness was the key. If your default setting is your self-consciousness, you would always need a fix. If your default setting is God-consciousness, you will always make progress. So the video I want us to watch after this, the video I want us to watch is, is actually not, is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, no, he's a psychologist. Let's put it like that. He's a psychologist. Now, psychology, they've done an extensive work in the mind. You understand the, the, mental, the mental structure. They've done therapy. 
So this man cracked for us. Um, he cracked for us the the structure. Okay, you know, let's do this before we do that. Is it is it kidding? No, stay, stay, stay. Is it kidding? Yeah, go with the video, the video. So, you know what we established that there are two. You have you have two selves currently living in your life. There's a false self and the true self. The false self, what we call the false self, is your memory, your education. It's not necessarily false, but it's oftentimes the part of you that is the trouble, that gets attached to everything. And get, when you try to detach, you cry. Your false self, your false self is actually the problem. Now, your true self is who you're becoming in God. And guess what? That transition is not always tidy. So that first false self is first half of life. Second self is second half of life. The problem is that you meet people who are in their sixty, and they are still in the first half of life. They are still materialistic. So this false self, false self can be very materialistic. When I talk about your true self, you realize that you're not defined by what you have. If you have it, it's okay. If you don't have it, it's okay. In fact, you, that you, 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 when, you, when you come to this place, you can give out all your possession and not feel naked. Because you've broken free from that. The false self, which is the part of you that was educated in culture, Every man born in his false self was born as a slave. You were born enslaved to culture. To ad- so trust me, your biases are part of your culture. So, but you don't understand how deep they run. So you might just realize that only you are saying all the Jebu men are stingy. But guess what? Who told you that? I know a generous one. Yeah, and one rebel is generous. You understand? No, he is. But if you con- if you're, if you just take that concept like. All the Jebu people are, are stingy. Then I remember one, one friend, the guy that was supposed to marry her is from a place in Imo State, calling Bise. Apparently, those people don't seem to have very good reputation among parents, right? So the guy now gave a name of a village nearby. <laughs> you understand? Because he wants to escape the mental block. The people come and they say, ah, you know, someone says something that they will say a snake is better than you know, like, funny things, guys. You can't let those things have imprisoned people, right? And then you carry on replicating dogmas of your parents who could not imagine the world in which we live. Like I even say, some people are living third generation of civil war. They look at Nigeria like war is coming. They will take our land. Some people will not buy land in Lagos, no matter how rich they are. They will go and build mansion in the village. Because the day war will come, they will lose the one in town. They will keep the one in the village. But my point is, you're being programmed by something. So that programming has programmed you that even the way you're performing at work is a function of your program. Your quality of relationship is a function of your program. And if you don't pause and dial in to see your program, you become a slave. All that we're dealing with, coming to politics, some people are programmed. You know, I told you how I tempted to run to part of redemption. Problem. People needed money. You know, there was this particular day we spoke passionately about Nigeria. One woman wept. When I saw the tears, I, told, I whispered to somebody that, you know, I, I just sensed the power of God was with us in this one. We could not even get to junction. They, they sent us, a no drop it. So I realized the work was not going to finish in an election year. Now that was the day I knew that, ah, there were three levels of parasites. I told you guys, these people, this 4K in my pocket, back for ground. Those ones have no intention of waiting. The, in fact, they're only, when you say change, you say, please, my brother. The change I see is the change in my heart. Yes, that, that's what they believe. Then you have the middle class. You have a belief. If you're the middle class, they like, you know, somebody will tell me, Freddie, why bother? Listen to me, you guys. Focus on your company. Have a decent life. 
Put Nigeria on the map. That's what life is about. See, let me tell you this political, they have no business, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. You know, focus, you know, they don't even believe that there is something here. And your belief system is producing this. People are running to Canada. Many are coming to Nigeria. Belief structures. Have you ever wondered why it took Lebanese to come and teach us how to run restaurants? All Nigerians could do for the longest time was Mama Put and Buka. It took the South Africans to come and scale shops. All we could do for the longest time was Mamachi Nedu shop, right? And then uh, Malam, that, you know, the small one. Like a bookie type stuff. There was no imagination. There was no, when you the first day I entered the um, shop, right? In Nigeria, you just like, man, see scale. They opened up the space. For the longest time, ShopRite was story center. Many would come to take pictures. <laughs> My brother, your belief system needs to be investigated. Your every thought needs to be interrogated. That you believe something doesn't make it true. And many people are living out a lie. They're embracing dogma. See, this God is very dynamic. For the most part, I keep telling you that whether you believe God is a tyrant that sends people, destroys, and you believe that, your reality will line up. Because your belief system is a photocopy machine. It's constantly producing few, 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 few. So don't forget that James and John may not be dismissed, are not the same people. The problem is not James and John. Oh, sister, the problem is with, with, within thy, thyself. I have to go to King James on this one. Because there's a way you hear King James. You know, some people, God still speaks in King James. So when I said, thy sister, thou art not been good. They hear it in thou art. But all of this I'm saying is, I, I remember reading a book by Jamie Buckingham. And this book, he was talking about a lady whose husband had cheated on her and the marriage had failed. And she was dealing with ulcer, chronic ulcer. And he said while she was typing, he saw that her hands were swollen. So, and in that moment, he remembered he had read the book. The man was talking about the connection between emotional state and sickness. That sometimes when people have things like ulcer, diabetes, it's oftentimes tied to the fact that they have emotional issues. Unforgiveness produces ulcer. And that's what that was his theory. Go check it out. So when he started talking, the woman now told her told him about her husband and how she gave everything and he cheated and did this and did that and she cannot let go. But she was a leader in church because the man was a, um, a Methodist priest or something. But she couldn't let go. Guess what? Her life, that, that unforgiveness that she kept became a poison in her system and was killing her. We don't understand this. But if, when God actually asks us to forgive, it's for your good. Forgiveness. Guess where experience is? You. If you hold it, the person has moved on. You understand? In fact, the person that took your boyfriend didn't marry the, didn't marry the boy. But you are still upset with her and upset with the boy. No, close that chapter. It didn't even work. You should be happier. You understand? Anyway, I, I can understand when if you see them together, you feel like, not again. You understand? But you're not seeing them together. So, let's listen to Joe Perez. Like I said, he, they've analyzed the human mind composite uh, structure of our belief system. Let's hear that. Put up the light for a bit. Often the event because the emotions of stress hormones, 
All right. I think the point is made. We see the formation. We'll drop it in the in the group so you can watch the rest. It's, it's quite a bit, quite a bit, but it's not to be consumed here. Yeah. All right. Please light. I can't even see myself. Do I know I'm light? All right. But um, <laughs> I hear someone say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guys, just track with them. Personality. I don't know if you know. There's something they call melancholic moms. Now these are people who maybe mid-age crisis, they've lost their marriages or something and they're very unhappy about life. Now, over time, most of them didn't wake up. They were not that way before. They were very happy-go-lucky type people, got married and things didn't work out and they ended up unhappy. So that person, they developed a personality along the way through the events that, they, that happened to them. So what there's an entire study called epigenesis. Epigenesis is talking about how we can, we can rewire ourselves. But guess what? These men are speaking gospel, not with gospel language. Let me explain why. How, what did Joshua 1 8 say? Meditate on it on what? Guys, the Bible said, give no space. Guess what this man was talking about? He said, breaking away from your analytical mind into coming to a place where you're detaching yourself from emotions. They give you meditation. And the Bible says, meditate on the word day and night. Could it be that we are not using the recipe God gave us and that's why things are not adding up? Could it be that if we stay on the word concerning every area of your life, you will see the fruit of it? These words, uh, mountains respond to it. Things hear the words. God created with words. So first of all, your language has to change. This is one place people don't write. I don't want to even start getting it, but this year we have to get Jotam for everybody to be writing. Because you have to go home with something. No, my point is, I sit down and I'm flipping through this stuff. I'm seeing things that God is saying to me. I'm writing words. So how do you deal with it? So for instance, if you're dealing with issues of pornography, right? Look at scriptures that speak to those things, that you're free. One guy told us his testimony once and said he was talking in pornography for 13 years. And one day he just heard the word, I am no longer a slave of sin. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He said he pulled it out. He put it on his bed. In his bathroom, he put it everywhere. On his sensitive spot, he was plugging it everywhere. Made a screensaver of it, reminding himself. He was carrying it through. Guess what? He said, and he was still struggling. A bit today, down tomorrow. A bit today, down tomorrow. Six months after, he woke up and realized, guy, what's up? I haven't been there in a while. The words are powerful. They can shape emotions. They can change affections. They can do deeper things. The word is like a double-edged sword. It can tear. But we'd rather stay on gossiping. I'd rather stay on Instagram. blog. All those things that just, just, those are not, you should be smarter than that. Right? You should know that your true self cannot feed on those things and produce. If you feed on those things, you produce those things. Now, every area of your life, if you want to see, if you want to see the fruits of the, even the fruits of the Spirit, dwell on it. Like, just keep meditating on it. You didn't say in the morning and you stop. You don't meditate and quit. You meditate day. You meditate night. Paul says, pray without season. Your thoughts are prayers. You don't take a break. In union life, you're always in the Father. So you set your, you set your mind on it. And you say, set your mind on things above. Set your, if, if, if things are true of good reports, if there be any virtue, if there, I, I challenge you, right? I challenge you that the torture in your life is self-inflicted. May I suggest that you take today to identify scriptures that speak to the areas you're struggling. And let's play this out. Morning, you dwell on it. Afternoon, you dwell on it. I even do a bit farther than that. I take those scriptures, I make them into confessions and affirmations. And I, once I stumble on them, I say to myself, 
I need to be reminded of them. Because my memory will catch up with my past. My memory will be going back to produce my past and blocking my imagination. No, I don't come from memory. I come from the future. And that's why the entire Christian experience started with one word. Metanoia. Metanoia is a Greek word for change your thinking. So, when you come from the world into the church and your thinking comes with you, you will always be like the people of the world. You know... Let's not be, let's even be, be factual. The, the struggles we are facing, eh? our brothers wouldn't pray, they are still, still there. Why? Because in the world, they are living for self for self. When you come to church, if you are not care, if you don't plug into union, you come to church, guess what you start dealing with? You move from unrighteousness and you end up in a strange place called self-righteousness. In this particular one, you think you are living self for God. But self-righteousness, you're gauging yourself. People don't pray enough here. You think you're more spiritual than everybody else. And you're not even being transformed. Because the truth is your thought life has not broken free from your memory. So your thought is still programming you. But guess in union life, God lives his life through you. So you are not, he lives his life through you. You're not a recipient for the expression of that. But all you need to do is be a participant in the place of dwelling on the thoughts. In the place of engaging your mind. In the place of your thoughts, speaking the words, right? And when he says, be still and know, he was saying that I need you to be still because God is in you. And if you're still, you will hear him in your, in, within you. Religion tells us God is outside. So we try to seek God in programs. Programs are not bad. But trust me, God's favorite dwelling place is not in tabernacles. God's favorite dwelling place is not in Ahava. God's best dwelling place is Imisi, is Shola, is you. Is Taiwo. His favorite dwelling place is in us. Think about the galaxies. Galaxies are beautiful, yet he will not dwell in the galaxies. The entire journey of God was to restore us to become his home. God needed a body he made man. All the imagination from concept to prototype to product was because he was the one running the program. He was the, he was the app in the product. So he needed to, he went from this, how do I create a place that I can dwell? Before the foundations of the world, Christ was slain. Why? God already knew what he was. God did not look at, he didn't tell this, hey, give me man. He said, let us make man. He spoke to himself. He became the raw material for creating man. Isaiah says, look to the rock from which you came. You are the only person in your way. You are your own village people. You understand? Because you've aggregated all the lies about you and you can't see through you can't see past your pain. You can't see past your... You don't choose joy. You don't choose peace. You're always irritable. Everything is a competition. But the moment you come to an end of yourself, you will not see competition. You see collaboration. And guess what? The new capital is collaboration. You will be a one-man army, a sole proprietor, and die broke because you can't scale through partnerships. So don't always... But if your worldview, your thinking is, me, myself, and I, one small empire in... You've created a world that is big enough for you but too small to play. God always calls us into adventure. The kingdom is always advancing so you cannot be God and be small. Like the, he will always place a demand and if the dream is giving you uh, doesn't challenge you, right? It's not big enough. This Baba that I know, he will break your walls. Tear the concepts of God you have because God and the concepts of God are not the same. So the concepts of God you were raised with, let's put a question mark. We'll come back to it some other time. But all the things we were raised and believed about, okay, I mean, I can tell you for three. One, my pursuit of God was running from hell. 
right? It wasn't a revelation of a father. Now, I know him as a father. And I'm not even concerned about, hell is not on the equation. It's a revelation of his love that transforms people. Tell them hell, they will, not, they will run to fear, but fear cannot transform. Love does. So show the world the love of the father. Not shout, you can shout from the top mountain top, hell is coming, the end has come. Please. He has called Jesus, when he, when, he was, when he met the woman by the well, what did he speak to her? The water I give to you, if you test it, you will not test. They caught a woman in adultery. He, Baba, eh, he did not even address, do you know, people, when they come here, say, guys, guys, okay, okay, guys, 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 hold on, hold on, what did she do? Baba did not talk to the accused. Guess what? He spoke to the accusers. He spoke to the accusers, like, he who has no sin, cast the first stone. One by one, they dropped their stones and left. What did he say to the accuser, to the accused? Go and sin no more. God's heart, he looks at sinners. He sees a sick person. His problem is religion. People who are bought in religion, who feel, and self-righteousness. God, this self-righteousness of the Pharisees and the Sadducees was the only place Jesus would say, you brood of vipers. He would call brood of vipers because self-righteousness, the moment you think you're more righteous, you are not. The moment you believe you're more righteous than others, you are not. The moment you believe you have arrived, you haven't started. Because this journey is forever a learning journey. We are forever a learner. You're forever learning. So honestly, don't, don't become mature in God in the way of you remain a child. But there's sonship that we're inviting you to. But in your outlook of life, God is like a child in his outlook of life. There is a book called The Infancy of God. And the writer was talking about how God looks at the world with beauty. God is still thrilled with the skies. He's looking at the universe and busting forth. More galaxies and planets are emerging. Right? You have to just understand that you cannot allow your thoughts process to limit you. You have to take, because you have the capacity, you have the will, you have the imagination to break those things. You have the will, you have the imagination to break those things. I think um, time is fast spent. I won't go too much. I think I won't go too much. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is one of our union songs. It's going to be in the... But as, as Judah is ministering this, I will come back and take a few questions, but I need you to reflect over that as well. The song is more a prayer than anything else. People have given meditation to Eastern religion, but it's something we have to bring back to the church. So can you come think about meditation and how you meditate? How you keep your... How you keep your soul in check I should assume this is the first question All right. um, meditation is not a new age concept it's always been part of the Christian practice it so happened that we lost it in our era of always shouting casting and biting there is a place for that but trust me the richness of your soul needs, you need to be still to assess it Right in this year, in this period of union life, of knowing that your dwelling place, your God's dwelling place, and God has deposited and invested tremendously in you, meditation is about staying on it. So there are two dimensions to it. I do something called creative visualization, right? So this, I, I tell, I, after praying, I, I say, okay, Freddie, this is the day for me. I say, I'm, I'm working in joy. I some days I actually sit down in my room and I'm walking into my office and I'm like, Freddie, you're working with joy. You're happy. You're upbeat. Um, there is no lack, there is no brokenness, there is no pain. Um, I'm living in abundance. Like, um, I, I'm, I'm also saying, I, I'm seeing my mom, she's normal now, she's whole now, no more arthritis, no more pain. I'm sending healing and waves of, of um, favor over her. And I'm just declaring that. That's also prayer, right? That's also a dimension of prayer. So, prayer is not just about 
the declaration and the warfare, prayer is also in the quietness of your heart, solitude, your thoughts can also dwell on it. You meditate on it day and night. Moments in the day, I can just shut my office and I'm sitting down there. I'm like, okay, Freddy, I'm seeing there's a project we're having that is a bit challenging. And some days I tell myself, I see the finished works. I see, I see what I see what it has become. I've been praying for revival. Like I want to see our generation. And trust me, there are days I'm I'm just visualizing like there's this massive revival breaking around in Lekki at every nook and cranny. People are just calling up our Father that there is a revival of God's love and affection. People are running to Him. But it's not just for that. It's for everything else. Right? So we know how to use it when we want to evangelize. All right? We might call it treasure home that Lord, when we are going out, that God is going to give you a word for somebody or something. Trust me, God gives you a word for every area of your life. But you must also develop the habit of journaling. It's harder for guys to journal. Ladies do better at this. But journaling is not just an art. It's a spiritual practice. Because the truth is that you are remi- you're reminding your mind what God has rendered in your spirit. Because the distance between the mind and the spirit is quite a bit of a distance. Right? So you're, you have to constantly bring your spiritual reality into your mind. Bridge that gap by staying on the word. And even around you, the, the friends that come to, to gist with you, please point them back to it. If you're a, like a very anxious person, give me joy. Just keep praying until I, I see joy boiling over. If you're a, a temperamental person, just keep praying for, for patience. If you are someone that is highly um, anxious, pray, just take the negatives and plug it into the, the, the positives in prayer and dwell on those things. This has changed. This is what people are saying, but this is the mystery. God said, dwell on the word. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Because the word is actually a seed. I'll, two things I'll say before I call to the next question is, uh, when in Matthew 4, 26, he said, they don't even know when you plant the seed. They don't know how and when, but the seed grows. The word there is called automatos. That means the words, the seed you plant, they grow automatically without your contribution. Some of us have weeds because we didn't plant garden. So the weeds took over. They saw this, there was a seed they saw in Pharaoh's grave. This was Pharaoh before the age of mummy. Like, oh, back, back. They saw almost 2,000 years. The Pharaoh had been buried for almost 2,000 years. They pulled the grave, the, the seed. They planted the seed. Guess what? It germinated. 2,000 years of staying with dead things did not kill the life in the seed. The life of God is in you. There is no, no, no separation can invalidate that life. The moment you plug into union, it will, it will flow. He calls you the planting of the Lord. God calls us the planting of the Lord because he tremendously invested his life in you. So, let me ask a question just to expansion for those guys if you have an iphone use use an iphone i didn't say 10 9 8 2 1 use an iphone put your hands up okay but do we all know the clouding system approach that your phone might have maybe 5 gig but you can access 100 gig if what happens if you buy space now always see your mind your normal mind as a very small capacity mind, 5 MB. Some of us 1 MB. Some of us 1 KB. I'm joking, I'm joking. But see the cloud as what? As the word. And if the cloud be full of rain, it will empty itself. It will empty itself inside yourself. So you saturate your mind. So you must be connected by, how do you buy cloud? Do you know how you do it? Study. Buy more cloud. Buy more cloud. Buy more space. Buy more space. 
There's something we do, we call pay forward. Study joy before you ever get by come go, go and get that space. So my secrets. I can tell you something I'm studying right now. I can't, I can't tell you. But let me give an example. My young man, God is saying you will soon marry. Say amen. <laughs> now, for a person that wants to marry, start what? Start buying, study about about what? Marry. Like, do you get the point? So when it comes, I'm studying parenting. Freddie is studying. I know what he's studying. But you get the point. Because you have the mind of what? Christ. Don't have the one MB mind of Christ. Have the post, have the what? 100 terabyte mind of what? Christ. Some people's mind there is just God, God, I'm broken. God, I'm broken. God, I'm broken. God, I'm God. That's the, that's where their own mind mind sizes and it's, it's unfair. Don't we know when we started the tribe? Honestly, I know I say this thing. I said it's okay not to be okay. We said it for one year. It's no longer okay. One year is too long to not to be okay. Now wake up in who you are, in God. So it's you are whole. Let's embrace it and then grow in that. So that's it's okay. It's so two years. You understand? You understand? So it's now you are whole. And I know that some of us get bonded with our brokenness and becomes our identity. And somehow we use it as a card, right? And you know, have you seen some people that all these people will beg when you tell them, come here now, let me pray for you so that you can be well. They'll say, leave me home. Because that is their means of earning. How can you cast my means of survival? I'd rather be crippled and, and rich and end than be whole and broke, right? That's the that's a pervert thinking. But if I tell you, don't think about elephants. Do you know the truth? You played this game as a kid. The only thing in your mind will be elephant. You, you, honestly, you will just be seeing it. That's why we are saying that stay on the thoughts, right? First of all, separate yourself from the negative thoughts. And then stay on the word, which is our answer. If we stay, and Tochi was talking about the noise. We did a series living deep in a shallow world, which is about pulling away from the noise to finding a space within where you can thrive. Because some of us are just too shallow. There's just too many outside life things going on inside of you, right? And it's blocking the flow. Alright, two questions. Call it a wrap. Um, so, you were talking about like meditating on the word and all that and recently I started doing that and I don't I don't know why I thought that like my life was just magically going to change. Like it was going to, I don't know, like and then I'm trying I'm trying to remind myself that it's a process, like obviously it's not going to happen overnight and all that. But it's like I'm on one end of my false self trying to get to the other end of my true self. And I don't even know what my true self looks like. I just know that it's better than here. Do you get? So it's like day in, day out, I'm trying to like break through. But I don't know. It's like I'm trying though, but I'm still seeing the reality of my false self and it's like I'm trying to find the motivation to keep on going even though I'm not really seeing any instant change in the time so first of all please clap for her that's commendable that's that's very commendable and I'll give two answers and I'll, finish. I'll give two answers the first answer I will give might sound a bit but it's okay I also had to get good teaching in my learning on learning my own self so sometimes that's why in the new tribe resource center 
the new season, this season, you would have good teacher. Like we keep teaching you the right because sometimes you can be studying based on your past experiences and your past emotions. Do you get the point? So, so, so sometimes you can be seeing the scripture, but it's still t- it's still giving you the same understanding of how you were in the past, and good teaching would help. So that's one. Two is that my sister keep doing it. Keep doing it. With all due respect, God's word is above your feeling. It's above your feeling. First John 3, verse 20. Let's check it out. It says, First John 3, verse 20, verse 2. It will help you. And if you have TPT, if you have uh, the message, please read. First John 3, check 20. It says, Say it. Please, one, two, three, go. Beautiful, huh? So in your journey, in your journey, even if you feel what? God is greater. So stay on him. I tell my, when I used to go through my own issues, so maybe I fall. I, I'll do, maybe I'll do five weeks, then I'll fall. And then the devil will now say, I the devil, devil, I prefer God to my feelings. Most times when you fall, you want to choose that feeling of what? Of fall. I said, no, God is greater than my feelings. He's above my feelings. And that keeps me. Freddie, you want to add anything? There are two scriptures. Um, when Paul was talking about, I think it was in Romans 7, um, 7 verse 14, when he was talking about the things I want to do, I, I don't get to do them. That which I don't want to do, I get to do them. That was the tension between the true and the false self. When you get to Galatians 2 verse 20, you know what he said? The life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. No longer I live, but what Christ lives in me. Christ is your true self. And don't get your, don't put yourself under a timeline or a pressure. Right? Just, it's a life. Embrace it. Embrace that which has embraced you now. It becomes a journey every step of the way. But there are series of choices. Like, there are some moments I'm asking, I'm telling myself, okay, somebody's just driving in front of me, right? And I want to go like, then, you know, you're reminded of the true self. I side with it. Some days it's painful. Because you know that just one, you know how we summarize. You understand? There was one particular day, you know, this person, and I was saying, you know, I was going to say your father, but I, I was reminded of my true self, so I said your father. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. One is a cause, one is a one is a question. How is he? <laughs> so keep choosing your true self. Keep choosing it. You might, you might, you might, you might not choose sometimes. It's fine. Keep choosing. Last question. 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 What is my Hi. And so, um, talking about meditation and <laughs> talking about meditation and um, and being at peace with yourself and laws of attraction and stuff like that. And it looks like we should have a bit of that as Christians or whole lot of that. So I was talking to my cousin um, during the week and I sent one of the messages Pastor Freddy sent in the group to him and he was excited and he said, oh, he wants to meet this guy, he wants, he wants to meet your pastor, he likes the church process. And when we kept talking, I realized he was more into well, the worldly meditation and it looks like he's at peace with all he has and it looks like his life is perfect. How do I how do I um, pass a message how do I minister to this guy that seems to have everything figured out? 
that doesn't doesn't have any problem I don't know his life is good what what do I have to offer to him do you understand fantastic question guys fantastic question so I would I would say if you think I fed you say a few things I have a few friends too who after secondary school some of us they, they took us to Nigeria University some traveled so my friends who are doing so well financially good wife it seems like there's nothing and let me add some fire the the Nigerian church that doesn't know God has pushed them away further from the you understand further from trying to even know God honestly Christ I'm telling you that when you meet Christ hmm, he trickles into a void in your life that only you know so you might see him and he looks 100% but he might have one hole, one void in his heart that only he is aware of because as fish is to water was man to what? to God to Christ so no matter how much that's why it is not your job to probe his soul, you can't know his soul but it's your, it's your job to what? Give him what? Christ. But you must give him true Christ too. Don't want to give him, you understand, Ghana Tell of Christ. You must give him Nigerian, you understand? You have to give him the true Christ. So you, you need to understand well. So don't try and rush it. So when you understand, trust me, he will tell you in years to come. You get the point. My answer was actually going to prove further questions. Because if you feel like he hasn't met Christ, why do you think he hasn't met Christ? Because he's not religious. I know Christ too. I know Christ too. Because most of us were born in church, not born again. So you might know Christ. But, no. but he might know Christ. Or, or a counterfeit. Or a counterfeit. No, no, here, 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 is, here is the thing. I Usually, I don't necessarily judge people that I haven't met up close and personal. So I'm sort of restrained to say a lot of things. But a lot of what the new age people are thriving on, things like meditation, things like. They are not. They are very. They are very Christian at the core. Meditation is part of it. So it's just that we met a Christian version, a version of Christianity that was didn't pay so much attention to some of these things. I've actually, you know, the biggest move in America now is uh, Buddhism, right? All these celebrities are turning to Buddhism. The reason why, because a lot of them had some Christian background, but they, they honestly, you guys don't even know the scale of being exposed to intense religiosity. Right, so we and but then a lot of them make the mistake of throwing the baby, the baby and the bait water. So when they meet a Buddhist monk, he's just calm, sitting down, right? But they don't know that there is that is actually not it, right? So they, you might find sense of peace, but you might find sense of but there is always something missing, right, from their concept and their worldview, because you see most of them cannot appreciate abundance, they cannot appreciate the supernatural, 
the supernatural, like, if I say a sick person, I can pray for them. It's not, I'm not going to use thought alone and say, let me, let me be thinking of you healed. And you'll not die. You understand? So, I'm, there, there is a dimension of the miraculous. Right? So, it's, when I meet people, the truth is that if I see somebody who is in church and afraid and living a life of fear, it's very likely that you're eating the wrong diet. And many people met the wrong God and heard of the wrong Christ. They don't even know the real one. Before they left out, they walked out of the church. They didn't get a chance to know the real God. Right? And many times they judge the men, the flaws of the men of God as God. And they're like, this pastor raped me. This pastor took my money. This pastor did this. And they shut down. So there are many people who've been praying for healing of the church. Right? Because the truth is, if, if we need to let God reveal himself the way he revealed through Christ, he did reveal himself as our father. Right? And I think, like Tochiku said, no matter how successful you are in your secular life, there is always a void that philosophies cannot sit. Like, philosophies, will, they will dial in for a bit, the gap will remain. Even theology cannot. It has to take a person. And Christ is not theology. Christ is first a person. Christ is not ideology. He's a person. Christ is not a practice. Christ is not just meditation. He's a person. What we introduce to the world is a person. Heaven is not just a concept. Heaven is a person, Christ. The kingdom is no longer a concept. The kingdom is a person, Christ. Truth is not a proposition. It is a person. So, may, may you meet him. And our prayer is that may he meet him. Because you, that's a dimension that changes everything for him. And I think I know this place because I too used to enjoy a lot of philosophy, philosophy, philosophy. You follow, yeah, Immanuel Kant. You know, all those men that have died. But the ideas are still being regurgitated. You understand? You meet people, they are still very Freudian. Like, they, they, they follow Sigmund Freud. The man's philosophy doesn't add up. They now enter and some of them are still Marxist. Forget those men. They are gone. Meet the one that is still alive. They all died. One is still alive. Of all the men who stood for something, who became an, a movement, only Christ is a living one. Only him is still alive. Forget. So whether it's people have followed all of platonic principles, trust me, none of them is living till day. But Christ lives. He lives in you. He lives in me. Amen. Amen. Let's clap for that. So we just, we end with the song. Um, may we never lose your wonder. May we never lose our wonder. And it is important. Once I understood that Christ is the king of kings, my, my business changed though. Christ is the king of worry. My everything changed. Christ, the, Christ is the king of kings. Christ is the, he's, he's the person you need. Judah. Father, we thank you. We ask that our eyes be open to you over and over again. That every day we open the word and we find something fresh about you. That as we look at you, we open our eyes to who we are. Father, we bless you. I speak joy. I speak peace. I speak, I speak joy and peace to your hearts, Father. For anyone who has Troubled hearts, put, put your hands on your chest. Anybody, put your hands on your chest. I speak peace to you. I speak, I declare peace to your heart in the name of Jesus. I quiet every storm. I quiet every storm. Quiet every storm. You are God of peace. When you come to a place, you bring peace and joy with you. 
So all the mountains that trouble us, Father, they kneel at your feet. And peace to the house and joy to the house. You can log on to thetribelagos.com or email us at hello at thetribelagos.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless.